your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Avalanche fans? Welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli. Joining me as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom himself, Kyle Sullivan. How's it going today, man? Kind of a bummer of a day. Yeah, it's the news you hate to wake up to. And of course, we get the hashtag go abs go to soften yeah. the blow just a little bit. But man, it's so disappointing. Not not good stuff in Avalanche land today. And if you don't know, they're not playing until Sunday because more games got canceled. So we'll get into all of that. There were call ups. Obviously, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, <laughs> one was very brief. Two were very brief. We'll talk about those. Uh, I mean, things are happening because the abs are practicing. They yeah. are practicing it. And and. This is not their fault. Yeah, they seem to be coming back. It's the other team that we got to worry about, but that you know they're not the only ones going through this stuff. We all mm-hmm. are. So, uh, but we'll get to all that. First things first. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. Always appreciated. Follow the show on social media outlets: LOPN underscore Avalanche on Twitter, Locked On Avalanche on Instagram. Questions, comments, concerns, opinions to LockdownAvalanche at gmail.com and follow the show's YouTube channel over on YouTube. <clears throat> so, yes, yeah, started out the day, started out the week. We talked about yesterday with the cancellation. Yeah. We're supposed to be playing as we are recording this. They they should have been playing. But we knew that, that we knew last week that they were going to uh, postpone all the games on Monday. So we were we were going to talk about tomorrow's game we mm-hmm. or, or wednesday you know wednesday's game um and friday's game because they were both playing the stars and then you know in the afternoon late in the afternoon they they announced that they were canceling three games two of which are avalanche games and you're just like oh my god it just goes on and on and on so now the avalanche are not going to be not going to be playing until sunday uh, which is 2022 their, their 2001 season is, is in the books <laughs> yeah um and this is not the avs faults more or less i mean th- this really all comes down to dallas they have a lot of guys still in the protocol the avalanche do as well we went over that yesterday but i mean are are, are we are we feeling like the ads are going to play Sunday against Anaheim, or is this just going to go on until who knows until after the February break? Well, it was, it's, this is becoming one of those things. Like, um, before we hit record, I was just catching up on the news. It looks like Washington is the new one that's having really a COVID outbreak. And it's like, it's not us. It's now you got to start thinking of your opponent because yeah. this was a back to back, like almost an ideal setup when it comes to how you handle it. I mean, a home and a home, that's it's a great little setup to play yeah. a team, kind of how we handled it in the bubble season. And Dallas got hit hard this morning, and um, now we don't have an opponent till 2022. And, I mean, yes, the rest is good, but you know that you're going to have to make up this game at some point. And when that happens, it might not be fun. Because <laughs> what do the Avs have now? <clears throat> they missed four games, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the initial four. The Vegas game is five, and these two now they have seven games to make up. Mm-hmm. That that's a lot. So your February break 
right now is going to be seven games. So, you know, th- that's not a, a full month. You know, in November this year, the Avs played 10 games. Mm-hmm. And then in December, they were supposed to play like 16. So it's not reaching that level yet. But that could, you know, that could have been a nice little break for the Avs in, in February. Get really healthy for a nice run last few months of the season. If it stops at seven and and that's all they need to make up, that's still a nice little break that they'll get. But how often are they going to play games Yeah, in February? We don't know uh, what the schedule is going to look like. Is that are they going to play two games a week? You know, that that's, you know, seven, eight games, obviously. But um, it, it, it gives them kind of a break, but not as much. I think there's going to be other teams that are so well rested because they haven't missed as many games as he has. Is that a little unfair? There's nothing you do about it. There's nothing you do about it. And this is one of the things that comes into play when it comes to the playoffs and who's got rust and who's rested and who's ready. There's a difference in like having a break and utilizing it for rest and rehab. And then there's rust where you're sitting Mm -hmm. around too much and you're not getting game time, which becomes detrimental. And with this little break, I mean, you can, what you're anticipating in February, you're getting now. And now you're prepping for a four games in a week next week. Well, in 2022, when we start off with the Ducks, that's four games. And yeah, what, what's next the... week's schedule? So they have the Ducks on uh, Sunday, right? Yes, they have the Ducks on Sunday. They have Chicago on Tuesday, Winnipeg on Thursday, and then Revenge against Toronto on Saturday. Where are those other three? Because Toronto's obviously at home because they already played them in Toronto. Where's those other games? Winnipeg's at, at home. Chicago is in Chicago after the Ducks game. Which the Ducks is game is at home. Mm-hmm. So they're home away, home, home, home. home. Okay. All right. Um, as, for the, as far as the Dallas Stars, yeah, like that's – they were – let's see. I'm looking at the Dallas Morning News. And they uh, added on Monday morning, they added Rope Hintz and Asa Lindell – and that brings their total up to eight, I believe. Um, at it hints, meaning the club now has eight players and two staff members in the protocol. And then in their AHL system, they have 13 players and two staff members. So they can even call up guys to fill up yeah. the roster if they wanted to. And it's crazy. They have this uh, this little like Excel spreadsheet in the in this article, and it's they have. 11 guys that they could dress for a game, seven forwards and four defensemen. You know, it's just, it's not feasible. Like they they don't, they don't have the players right now that to, to go play a game. So you, and it's just unfortunate that, you know, you're playing them back to back. That's the unfortunate part is fine. If you're playing them once, you know, reschedule that game. And then if you're playing a different team on Friday, you just, it's it's not it's not what you want. You want to get back on the ice as fast as possible. But okay. But how unlucky is it that you you know your next two games are against this team and now you're not playing all week again? And this would have been a fantastic test with how Dallas has been looking before everything got a little crazy. Um, mm. Colorado really needed this, especially because last game the Avalanche played was that Nashville game, and that wasn't really a great game. No. So a no. Dallas home and home would have been a fantastic get back on track series. And we don't even get that. And we have to go up against a really 
sneaky good leading the Pacific Anaheim Duck team. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's putting your feet to the fire there, but I would have really enjoyed a Dallas home and home, and we're not getting that chance. Because the Stars right now, you the, the Avs have two games in hand on them, and they are four points up. Mm-hmm. So Dallas has played two more games than we have, but they're, you know, they're, they're four points behind us in the same. But they did their last, they've won their last two. But again, we talked about that, like how you're coming at, and Adam and I talked about this too. It, it, this is like starting the season over again. Yeah. Uh, especially for, for teams like the Avs, because they've had as much time off as anybody. And is this going to take them a little while to get back into the swing of things? Like, they they needed two months technically to really get the juices flowing, and now what are we going to get? Is it going to be two weeks this time? You can't really afford that stuff right at this point in the season. You're supposed to be like hitting your stride right now, and the abs were. Yeah. And now the the emergency break has been pulled, and now you got to reengage. And it's like who knows what we're going to see again. I, I hate the fact that we're playing Anaheim. I'm not saying Anaheim is this you know uh, all star caliber team. But they're playing very well. But the same thing for them. Uh, I don't. I don't know how many they've. They've got thirty-two games on the season. I don't know how long they've been on pause for. Let me see real quick if I can look it up. Um, their last game was the seventeenth, mm. which I think well, was the Avs' last game, right? Uh, the Avs' game the was the sixteenth. Yeah. So they've been out almost as long. They're supposed to play. They were supposed to play tonight, obviously, that or, or Monday night. That got canceled. They're scheduled for the 29th. So they'll, ha- they'll have two games in before they play the Avs. That's, that's a big deal. That's a big deal, I think. So this is all going to be, you know, convoluted and stuff. And it brings me to the question, which we will – I'll ask after the break. Are we giving teams, players, coaches – a pass at this point in the game or this stage of the season because of everything that's happened. Are we kind of looking at the season the way we looked at bubble hockey season? There's going to be a champion crowned, but do you not, I don't want to say put an asterisk next to it, but do you kind of take it with a grain of sand or a grain mm-hmm. of salt? So you want to pronounce that. I'll ask that question, but first I want to hear from BetOnline.ag. It has you covered this holiday season. For more prop bets, odds, and lines than ever before, we have the NFL trucking its way towards the playoffs, and we have the college bowl bowl season upon us. So BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus from basketball, football, the NHL, boxing and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. It is bet online and that's where the game starts. So yeah, my question before a couple seconds ago was what do we, how do we look at this season now? Let's say this is it that this break right here, is the only break that happens in the season. The rest of the season goes off without a hitch for more or less. You do have to make up those games in February. Maybe there's a game here and there that gets canceled, but you don't have a season uh, season wide or uh, league wide stop. For the most part, goes off without a hitch. 
because of this, because of how the season started, uh, you know, what, what's happening right now with the, with the pause, all these players going in and out of COVID protocol. I know that's a pipe dream to think it's going to go off without a hitch. It's not. It's, yeah. It, I mean, you're going to have guys going in and out probably for the duration of this season. Do you look at this season, maybe not to the extent of last year, the shortened 56 game season, season before that, it was bubble hockey. You're, yeah, you want your team to win, but you're like, it, these seasons are crazy. Uh, you know, I, it's, let's just move on and get to the next season. Are we getting there? with this season where certain players uh, who are, aren't playing up to the potential get a pass because it's just a stop and go season coaches. Do you think we'll see any more firings from coaches uh, after we return and just teams in general? Do you think as a whole fans are looking at this as like, this is just crazy. This is not how a season normally progresses. And if my team doesn't win it this year, whatever. And I'm not trying yeah. to make excuses for the Avalanche or any team. I honestly am not. It's just there's no cohesion to it. So do you as a fan just say, like, whatever. I'll watch hockey and whoever wins, wins. Yeah, that's it's got that feel to it. It's got that weird, like, it's almost bubble hockey, but it's not. Like, the only like the way it feels is like you're playing a video game and you have that gun that has unlimited ammo. But <laughs> you use it too many times and it like gets too hot and then you have to wait a while for it to cool down. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of right. how this season is. Like you come back and you play and then your opponent might be out, you might be out and then you got to cool down and wait and then come back. Um, to your point, I completely agree. I don't see coaches getting fired. I feel like it's just, just get through this season. Um, I think that's everyone's mentality right now. And one of the things that make this feel so unstable we use the two holidays around this time of year as like a barometer on what your season's going to look like American Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, if your team's in the hunt around those times, you have a good chance of making it all the way. Mm-hmm. Um, we have no idea who looks like what at Christmas because there was nothing around Christmas. So, right. And not only that, like, like, like you're, you're coming out of this thing. Like, like I was just alluding to it in the first segment. <clears throat> the abs are not the only team. Uh, that have been on a break as long as they have. We just just looked at the Ducks schedule, and they are mm-hmm. too. And a team like that, like they, they've been on a very good run the entirety of this season. If they come out of this thing and just start tanking, how do you handle that as a fan? How do you handle that as a GM, as a coach, as a player? How do you you're like you know we we were going at a good clip, and to no fault of our own. Uh, our season got stopped for a few weeks and we just couldn't capture that magic again. So if that happens, what, what does that fan base say? Something like that. I feel like this um, in the off season, I feel like coaches will be held to a different regard when it comes to how they handle the restart. I feel like you'll hear a lot of that. Like this coach was let go. They were just not ha- management. Wasn't happy about how they handled the restart. Mm. Um, because we're, I mean, we were talking about Dallas earlier and talk about a coach on the hot seat. He can't go anywhere right now because you're not going to get anybody in there because even staff is on protocol. Right. So at the end of this season, if Dallas comes back from this, this little pause and they're barely getting through like sub 500, I think that could be the, the reason they get rid 
of bonus and move on from there. Like it's there's so many little factors that could be used, and hmm. you're not going to see a lot of moving until the end of the season. But like w- w- looking at the Dallas coming up, that would be one of the teams that if everything was going regular, I don't think we would see the same head coach in this game. Right. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But I mean, he has the players that question and, and they're going to be like, no, no, no excuses. We like, yeah. we, we have a schedule to play. We play the games when they're scheduled or rescheduled. Um, and at the end of the year, same thing with, with bubble hockey, like the, the Tampa Bay lightning roster is engraved on the Stanley cup. Mm-hmm. No asterisks, no nothing next to it. So yeah, there is a champion at the end of this thing. So from a player perspective, it's like, no, we're all on the same playing field or playing rink, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's it's all the same to them. And that that is the player's answer. You know what I mean? You don't expect anything else from them. But I'm telling you, like, this is not easy to do, all of this this uncertainty. If everybody, if, if you knew who was, it's not, these aren't like injuries. This is something that, like, you know, they were pulling people out of locker rooms dressed, ready to yeah. play a game. That's different. That's a different mentality. So th- or no, dressed, not- waiting for a test, <laughs> it, just to get out there. Yeah, exactly. Oh no, you're negative. Go play. Yeah, it's it's just uh, something that we've we've never seen before, and this is like the the third season that we're dealing with it. Yeah, and we keep saying it's something that we've never seen before. But I, I don't know. I, I I don't. I lean towards no. It's not. It's not an excuse. And uh, you know, I think. If your team is healthy from an injury standpoint, there's nothing you can do about the COVID part of it. Uh, and you're able to finish a season relatively healthy. These guys are professional athletes. Exactly. And and when you when you like now, even though you're on on for the abs, like this two week plus pause, you've got 27 games under your belt. Uh, you should be able to bounce back from that pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You you might need the the Ducks game and then what is it the uh, the Chicago game after yes. that you know I, he, what I, who knows what the heck's going to happen in the Ducks game because they're still going to be missing players I yeah. think in that I, well maybe just just one at that point I think just Francois yeah from that yeah. yeah so there you go you're going to most your guy all of your guys back except for your backup goalie so and you know if if this COVID uncertainty wasn't even a thing right now let's just play it out like everything was perfectly normal everybody goes to the olympics there's still a break sure so yeah you would have to come back from that long break and see how they fire up so um this isn't something you can excuse as well like the reason you're not going to see a lot of trend like firing in front offices because it's hard to keep staff on on the like on the team right now Mm. but Regardless if there was COVID or not, there would be a break and you would have to fire your team up again. So I think there was a little bit of preparation in that regard, like before the season. So maybe it's not going to impact teams as much, knowing that there was going to be a break regardless. It's just coming sooner than you anticipated. Yeah. Yeah. And and maybe for the abs, it's a good thing that they have to make up all these games in February because it keeps them fresh. And, yeah. you know, seven, seven games is not you know, it's a, a ton to make up when you have a month to make them up. Maybe that's a good thing. It's a couple games a week. And, you know, while these other teams have probably much more time off 
than than other teams. Uh, and then you, when everybody comes back at the beginning of March, you're a little bit, maybe a little bit more fresh than, than mm-hmm. those other teams. So, uh, but I think the fact remains, this is just yet again, another just crazy season that we are getting through. And, you know, the, the, the first one, long pause we came back and it was bubble hockey that that was nuts and then and then you had the shortened season where you're playing every other day uh that was crazy and it just in in shortened uh small nice neat little divisions that you couldn't go outside of that was great now we get another variation of a season and it's just another break in the action not as bad as the past two seasons that's why i think you can't right now say like everybody gets a pass because it hasn't reached those levels yet. True. It hasn't reached the the long pause, and it hasn't reached uh, the shortened season just in divisions. If we get there again, it's just like, eh, what are you going to do? You just you have an, you crown another champion, and you you just move on. And from a fan base perspective, you just kind of throw your hands up in the air and say, "What are you going to do?" Yeah. Having said all that, there. I mean, the Avalanche are practicing. <laughs> they are out there practicing. They are. Good things are happening. Uh, you're seeing Curtis McDermott give uh, Alex Newhook fighting lessons, which should we be doing that, first of all? I mean, Curtis McDermott, can he, he's a fighter. That's his thats his job. It's not Alex Newhook's job. I mean, maybe they were just goofing around. I don't know. But uh, Alex Newhook's not really like the fighting type like Curtis McDermott is. And I didn't know Curtis McDermott could teach. <laughs> maybe he's a good teacher man maybe he's a good teacher that's his role uh you know some some of the best like managers in like baseball history were not good players uh so it might be onto of, something here a lot of like look at look at uh billy bean you're right Oakland, Oakland, Oakland A's. never panned out as a baseball player one of the greatest general managers in, in sports history redefine yeah. the game of baseball um but they had some call-ups they had uh, Maltsev and uh, Miska get called up along with Cal Burke and Trent Minor on the taxi squad. And then when it came out that the games were canceled, they immediately sent Maltsev and Miska back down. So it was a nice little uh, visit to the Denver area for <laughs> uh, Hunter Miska and uh, Mikhail Maltsev. But I didn't like why is Burke and Minor still there? I don't I don't know why that is. I don't if know two, if this if. Four came up for the taxi squad, and there's no games to be had for a little while. Won't you send all four back down? Well, um, in I mean, in yesterday's episode, we talked about it. Um, taxi squad can practice with the team, so you know what they can. And I'm one. You know what I I, I am guessing. It's because well, again, this is this is maybe the same argument why you wouldn't send four back down. Obviously, the Eagles are going to be playing. Mm-hmm. Send it back down so they can play. True. And not just may, maybe they'll send because uh, let me see. I don't know. I can bring the Eagles if schedule up. They kept Miner and Burke. Those are two players that really haven't seen NHL right. level hockey. No. So you kind of want to give them a little bit of a little bit just, of experience because just practice with the team. Yeah, Maltsev and Mitska have both played Avalanche games. Right. So. Let Burke and Miner stay up a little bit, kind of see how everything goes. Let them practice with the team. Watch Curtis McDermott teach people things, and maybe go from there. So you got 
Um, Tuesday and Wednesday, the Eagles are playing uh, home games. And then, then they don't play for a week. They don't play till the following Wednesday. So, yeah, they probably sent those two guys back down. Like you said, they have NHL experience. Go back down, keep fresh, and, and play some AHL games. Yeah, and maybe, you know, uh, Miner and Berg, just hang out with the team, practice with the team. I don't remember Nothing what Cal Burke – I know he recently signed, but I don't remember the terms of his deal. But I think he's still under a million, so I think he's – Oh, he is, yeah. Yeah. He definitely is. And I don't know if it's a two-way deal or a one-way deal. Not that it matters. Well, I mean, it matters for the Avalanche for, yeah. for uh, Salcat purposes. But um, I think he's under a million either way. Um, so, yeah, it was kind of – I felt bad for Maltsev and, and my uh, Miska to kind of – basically saying hello, goodbye. Yeah. Is, hey, nice to see you. Here's uh, some gas money back home. <laughs> um, what else? Oh, By- Bo Byram and Ryan Murray out there skating. Um, and we had talked kind of before we went live. Both of us were not. I, I even think it was Bednar himself who said, don't expect Ryan Murray till spring. Yeah. So a little bit surprising. Both those guys were out there. And by all reports, not holding back in practice, like out there being, you know, uh, productive and, and f- full f- as full speed as they were going from what I understand. And it's two players with two injuries that you really didn't think you would see. And now that you, they both came back at the same time, you're like, yeah. whoa, what? And then like to see them back in practice, like again, they're here practicing, but I'm still very cautious when it comes to both of them. Um, well, what was Murray's? Did they? He had. Just... It was. I think it was something to do with his hip. He took a bad turn, caught an edge, mm-hmm. and he was favoring his hip. I think that's right. what it was. He left with a hip injury. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's obviously any injury is concerning, but I, I, I hate the fact that Bo Byram is, you know, twenty years old, mm-hmm. and has the concussion problems that he has. Uh, I, I hate that. I hate that I, I'm going to watch this kid for however long he plays. And every single time he takes a hit, I'm going to be holding my breath, watching yeah. from my couch. I don't I don't like that. I, I, glad I he's know. back. Uh, maybe, you know, I know they have, they have doctors and they're monitoring them and all this stuff, but I don't know, man. It's just, and it didn't make me feel better when they said, yeah, Bo Byram's injury is not a concussion related issue. It's just a head issue. The head issue. <laughs> and you're like, what is going what on is, with Bo? Uh, what is was it? Was he like one of the heads in Joe Pesci's <laughs> duffel bag or something? Like <laughs> come on it's, now. Like what what else can he suffer through this year? Just give him the year off. I know. Again, the way that this year is gone, is it just maybe proactive just to leave him out? I know. Just, just leave him out. <laughs> I, I don't know. But he's again, he's a hockey player. He wants to be out there, and he was playing well. He was playing so well. He was getting up there in the the Calder uh, discussion. That doesn't matter anymore. I don't care about the Calder. I care about the dude's health. Yeah, this is where we pull a playbook. I mean, a page out of the playbook of the NBA, and we go ahead and just shut down Bo Byram for the rest of the year. Workload what? management. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Should Bo Byron go the way of like LeBron James and every time he just t- gets touched, just like just fall on the ground? 
I mean, well, in the in the NHL, you know, there's embellishment calls all the time. They don't have that crap in the NBA, unfortunately. On it, ironically enough, I was watching the Mighty Ducks, uh, the first one today, and that was a Gordon Bombay tactic, his first tactic when he joined the team. So that might work. <laughs> the premise of that movie is still just so crazy. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that today. I was like, there are so few, like, hockey movies that like you can relate with that are kind of normal <laughs> i mean the dude like his punishment for being a drunk is to go coach kids whatever man and whatever. his respected coach rival was heard that reason it was just like well that's great i'll be happy to coach against you yeah like sure and did you hear like you, you probably heard that he's not going to be coming back for season two i heard um, that might, yes because it's all COVID stuff he doesn't want to get the shot apparently or yeah i don't know so is there even a show without Gordon Bombay? If you can't win, it's not worth winning if you can't win big. Mm. Is that his? Uh, that was uh, what the the Hawks used to say. That was their thing. The evil team in D one. It's not <sighs> worth winning if you can't win big. I gotta go back and watch the original. I haven't watched the original in so long. It's worth it. It's a good it good winter good, good those, winter. They don't watch. make those movies anymore. They don't make those like kid friendly like but they're good like mighty ducks little uh, giants he double hockey sticks that was what? a that was a disney hockey movie as well was it really it was it came on really? um abc Saturday, like disney movie saturday night i mean sunday night it was like a almost like angels in the outfield but for hockey there's like another they were, one. they were oh yeah angels in the outfield angels incredible outfield. yeah it's I think the last one was a kicking and screaming. The soccer one with Will Ferrell. Yeah, that's, that's the last one. Like nobody does those like fun kid friendly uh, sport movies anymore. It's just even. Oh my god, you ever see the movie Rad? Oh yeah, 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 oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Th so that movie finally came out on digital. It was not on digital anywhere, and it finally came out on Amazon for like five bucks. Dude, I bought it. The nostalgia was off the charts. If if you haven't seen that movie, Rad, it, okay, if you weren't born in the eighties, you probably had not seen the movie Rad. Uh, but if you're a like a BMX biker, you have to see this movie. It it is a classic. Watch that of instead of Avalanche Hockey. Watch Rad. Catch up on Rad. And yep. then there's a skateboarding one called Thrashing. You ever see Thrashing? I now see that was that was my jam because I was a skateboarder growing yes. up. Yes. And that that's Josh Brolin. That's mm -hmm. early, early Thanos years of, of Josh Brolin. <laughs> no snapping, just grinding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two great, great old school uh kind of like X Games type movies. Awesome yeah. movies. Uh so yeah. But that's what we got right now for the Avs. So no games until Sunday. And, I mean, you got the World Juniors anyway. And Oscar Olauson, he netted a sweet goal, if you didn't see that. Yeah. Holy yeah. crap, that was a snipe. And almost had a second on a wraparound. But uh, I watched most of that Sweden game. He looked really good. And I'm pretty sure he's the only Avs player in this entire tournament, which kind of yeah. surprised me. Yeah, uh, I'm thinking the same thing. And it's entertaining all the way around. So if you don't. Yeah. Um, have Avalanche hockey to watch. You can also catch up on PHF hockey as well. Yeah, I mean, there's other hockey out there. That you betcha. Occupied. So, okay, everybody, that's gonna wrap it up for today. We'll see where this thing goes. Any more news that's coming out? Obviously, we will talk about it tomorrow. But uh, until Monday, until the new year, we won't be talking about an Avalanche hockey game, which is unfortunate. But there's always stuff to talk about here 
at Locked On Avalanche. So thank you for making this your first listen of the day. Definitely go check out Locked On NHL. They are talking about the World Juniors and getting you caught up on everything going on around the league. So that'll do it. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. That is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Maselli. This is the Locked On Avalanche Podcast. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Go, Abs, go! Go!